What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I just want to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. While I have your attention, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast, as well as leave a review on whatever streaming platform that you're listening on. I appreciate it so much. Let people know what you think. Also, let me know what you think, because I read the reviews as well. Also, if you would like to support the show, we do have a Patreon available, um, putting out a new exclusive Patreon episode Thursday and every uh, last Thursday of the month. But enjoy the show. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Today, I have a special guest in the building. So, like I said, we met here a month ago. Yes, that was a month ago. Pretty much a month ago. Yeah. Um, you did a Vogue in the Park class. I wanted to learn how to Vogue and found myself walking balls. Walking runway. <laughs> <laughs> walking the That's runway. That's a trip. Honey. That's a trip. Do you mind introducing yourself to the people? Yes. Hey, what's up, you guys? It is me, Jet Finley. Um, yeah, it's your boy. What's good? That's what's up. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling blessed. It's a beautiful day in LA. We're at the park. Um, yeah, we. It's. I feel great. That's what's up. Yeah, I. I tell people about that all the time because, uh, yeah, that that experience. Like I've never really felt community um, since, like since being open about my sexuality. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been challenging navigating community. Um, I played gay basketball, and I definitely have made connections from there like friends that i feel like i have for life but like to have like a a whole community that i feel a part of i never felt that before and coming here like i really felt that so i appreciate you that's so cool and i'm glad i could be a part of that experience for you yeah um how did you well i guess we'll start from houston because that's what really drew my connection Mm -hmm. to you Cause you said you was from Houston. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, bitch, H-Town, I'm from Houston too. Right, exactly. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> but how was growing up in Houston for you? Growing up in Houston for me was fun. It was tough. I got tough cousins. Um, I got tough family members. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I've always like I love my city. We have a lot of great people that's come out of Houston. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna be the next person that's great that comes out of Houston. Same. Um, Same. Exactly. Two, two, two moguls. Um, yeah. It's, it was an experience. Like I feel like it taught me how to handle LA in a sense. Yeah. Um, just because I am very southern and coming here was a whole different cultural shock. Yeah. So I appreciate Houston. For, Houston, forgive me my skin. I said yeah. Houston. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. And how did you, how did you end up in LA? Um, I ended up in LA um, just off of a, a hunch and an epiphany. Like, oh, wow! I was in the studio recording some voiceovers, and I was like talking to my friend Terry. I was like, you know what? I think I just want to move to LA. Like, I think it's time for a transition. I need something different. I need something more challenging. And my first two years of living here was very hard, very rough for yeah. me. Um, but I prevailed and I feel like I've made some amazing connections here. I've, I'm making pioneering moves here. So yeah. it, it's my transition to LA has been cool. It's been really cool. It's been challenging though. That's what's up. Um, and something I kind of wanted to go back to because, uh, so when I lived in Houston, I wasn't, I wasn't out. I was in the closet in yeah. a sense. Were you 
open with your sexuality in Houston? You know what's so funny? I have never been in the closet. I've always been a queen. Yeah. Ever since I came out of the womb, I've always been a queen, but I've yeah. never had like a coming out situation. Wow. Like I feel like I've always just been gay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like even as a kid, people was like, you feminine, you gay, you had like a girl, you know, like. And it used to make me feel down, but now that I'm an adult, it's like, bitch, I've always been a queen. <laughs> like, I've always worn short shorts. I've always wanted to, like, walk in heels and be around, be like my sister and, like, yeah. do hair and all that. Not necessarily saying that I wanted to be a girl in the physical form. Right, yeah. But I've always had feminine traits, and I feel like that's what made me who I am. That's what's up. That's what's up. And, uh, yeah, I guess I was curious about that because, like, when I was growing up, I didn't see very many like feminine dudes. Mm -hmm. it, it it would be like one or two dudes mm -hmm. in the entire school that were feminine, and it was like you knew they were gay, but exactly. you didn't know who else right. was gay. And I right. was going through my own. I was one of those two, one or two dudes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that was I was the one or two dudes. <laughs> yep, it was me. I'm that guy. <laughs> and I I think about my experience of like internalizing that. But I'm also curious, like, what was that for, like, for you? Just like you said, you always been open, and yeah, what was that like? I mean, honestly, it was tough because going, to, being in the all-black community, and don't get me wrong, like, I wasn't around feminine men either. Like, a lot of my uncles and cousins, they thugs. Yeah, yeah. And so growing up around that and being super feminine in a masculine environment was hard. I got beat up. My cousin used to beat me up, you know? Yeah. Like, they felt like, you need to man up. You need to be more macho. So, it was tough. That's why, like, now I'm such a fighter. Fighter yeah. in the physical and fighter in the spiritual because, you know, it's hard. And you have to fight for what you want. You have to fight for your respect. And growing up for me was not easy. Like, I was the gay boy in the family. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was one that everybody picked on. Yeah. Damn. How is it for you now? I'm the one that everybody want to be like. <laughs> Um, Real shit though, I already know. I feel like I'm the cousin that everybody looks up to. I'm the cousin that they call for fashion advice. Yeah. I'm the cousin they call when they boyfriend acting weird and needs to figure out how they can be on some sneaky shit and figure it out. Like I'm that cousin. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. I appreciate that because I need that and I love that. So um yeah, it's it's not nice. it's like everybody they fucking with JT. That's what my family call me back at home, JT. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I think it also comes down to your authenticity as well. Like, you know, I sometimes I feel like people going to feel how they feel, but mm -hmm. when they see that you truly being yourself, like, at some point that shit just goes away. You right, know I mean? exactly. And I think for, feel like for my family, that's what it was. It was like, this nigga ain't going to change. Like, this who he is. Like, I, since a little boy watching videos of myself on Family Trips and, like, seeing how I communicated and how I handled myself and seeing myself now is, like, that's who I was destined to be, you know? Yeah. What advice would you give to that younger self of you, um, shit, trying to survive Houston? The younger me, I would say... Beat they ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say to the younger me. I would say you keep beating their ass, bitch, because they plan on your top, and they don't know you the one. Yeah. For real. That's real. That's so real. And I mean beating their ass in real life and beating their ass out here in this world that we live in. You keep kicking yeah. ass. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so transitioning to LA, 
how was it for you initially? Like, I know for me it was a little challenging building community, but how was that for you? Um, I'm gonna be transparent. I'm still building community because it's so hard to find friends here and camaraderie and generosity and genuineness. Um, I'm still finding community. I'm building my own community. That's what I was just I'm about to say. I'm breaking the barriers of what it's supposed to be like to be and have friends in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm breaking the monotony of all that shit because I feel like people move here and they forget that before you moved here, you had nothing or you weren't on that plateau or you didn't have that following. You know, and I feel like people need to hone in on how they started. Yeah. And that will help them have a big slice of humble pie. That's what I feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Because um, if I went around acting out and showcasing everything that I did and everybody that I know and acting like that, it wouldn't be authentic. And I feel like my blessings wouldn't flow accordingly. They would just, people would just know who I was and I would just have that status, but it wouldn't resonate in the correct way. Yeah. That's how I know you from Texas. Because we do a lot of shit. And we just don't flaunt it like that. Like mm-hmm, we just mm-hmm. every everybody that I've met from some part of Texas in California has just been just very cool and in the sense of like being cool and just but real at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. <laughs> it's James Woods, aka that yoga dude, with feel free to feel free. Letting go of resistance of avoidance, of procrastination, of distractions, of not dealing with the person that I need to become, of not dealing with the changes that I need to make. I want to breathe into the tough decision to grow, to release, to move forward. I want to breathe out any resistance that may come against me, even if it's from me. So let's relax the shoulders. Let's get firm in the feet. Relaxed in the belly. Soft in the face. Let's take a deep inhale through the nose. Breathe in all the way down to the belly. And as we fill our belly with fresh oxygen, we release any nervousness, butterflies. Exhale, releasing them, letting it go. Being focused on the moment, the present, allowing what needs to happen and change and grow to just happen. Don't resist. Let's take two more deep inhale, breathing through the nose. And exhale. The body softens, allowing the mind to just chill. Whatever happens next, we can breathe through it. One last deep inhale. Fill the body with fresh air, new life, courage, freedom. And as you let it go, let go of the fight. Let go of thinking that what you have now may not be better than what you're going to have when you let go. Let go of holding on and fighting and resisting. And let yourself move forward as easily as you breathe in and breathe out. You got this. And as always, feel free to feel free. And namaste.
Peace. How did you get in the ballroom? I got into ballroom through Jeremy Copeland. Um, Jeremy Copeland sent me a text and was like, send me a video of you voguing. And because uh, I want to show it to some people. Yeah. And I didn't know had anything to do with ballroom. I was so new to everything. Like I would watch Vogue videos. I would watch different clips and stuff. And of course, being a dancer, like I would catch on and like see if I could throw my own flair to it. But when I first started, I was shitty. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I didn't have that essence of like Vogue that I would watch clips and like how they would look. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into it. Jeremy told me to send him a video. I sent him a video, and then he was like, "You're gonna become a gorgeous Gucci." And yeah. So that's how I got into ballroom. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, is there a ballroom scene in Houston? No, not really. No, yeah. they're building it. Uh, maybe Dallas. Yeah. Dallas has some of a ballroom scene, but. No, not Houston. Houston is so new. It's yeah. so new and it's so fresh, you know? Yeah, and to be honest, I didn't even know there was a scene here in L.A. Um, I had wanted to go to a ball forever just to go watch. Mm -hmm. The first ball I went to was at the Soho The warehouse. Soho House? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Sean Ross's ball? Yes. Yeah, I walked that ball. That ball was amazing. Uh-huh. I walked that ball. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's so crazy. Yeah, like, I was there. Wow. Yeah. That's really dope. I don't know if you remember the Vogue people, but the guy that had on the tool skirt with the white gloves, that yeah. was me. Oh, wow. That was me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that was me. Small world. Hey, y'all. Small good? world. <laughs> um, Something that I recognize about ballroom just being in the community, and also, like I said, with what you were doing here with the Vogue in the park is just this aspect of community. And I guess I would like to know why is it so important to you to build community? Um, that's a good question. Uh, it's important to me because I've never really had it in a sense. Yeah. Um, and I have such a heart for people. So I've always wanted to do something that would set me apart from just popularity. Um, and I just wanted to do something that was just going to be magnificent. It was going to put me on a certain level that I needed to be on as a black gay man. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted something different. Like, everyone really just does things, to me, in my opinion, like for the popularity or for the cloud mm -hmm. or so they can gain certain relationships. And that's cool, you know, but what's going to be the lasting impression and, and how is that going to set you apart from everybody else? Yeah. Uh, a question I have for myself is uh, how do you... How do you know what house to join? Like, <laughs> how, how do you make that decision? Because when I think about a house being like a family, mm -hmm. you know, um, that seems like an important factor mm -hmm. for me to feel that connection to the people within the house. But yeah, like, I guess I'm curious to know for you, like, what what is that deciding factor? What would you tell somebody that's just getting into ballroom about picking a house? I would say... You need to really do your observation. Mm -hmm. You need to really study what that house is about. Mm -hmm. Do not join a house because it's popular. Mm -hmm. Do not join a house because the members of that house are superstars or famous or socialites. Like, join a house that's going to really showcase who you are in ballroom. Join a house that's going to show interest in who you are outside of ballroom. Yeah. 
join a house that's genuine that's really about making a connection with their house members and not just having you as a number or for somebody they want to win for balls that's real that's real. I appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. I appreciate that. I'm going to keep it real all the time. Yeah. As much as I can. Because <laughs> like I said, I, I didn't get into this with the expectation of anything. Mm-hmm. But now I see just being in it like, oh, this is something that's possible mm-hmm. for you. And what are you going to do with that? And I guess something else I think about is like, what is what is the actual commitment of being in a house? Um because I, I know it's not, and I guess, because in my mind, going to college, I think fraternity first. Mm-hmm. So I guess, like, what's the difference between, like, a house and a fraternity? That's a good question. Honestly, there is no difference. Yeah. There is no difference. It's all about building those relationships. A fraternity and a sorority are pretty much just like ballroom houses. Yeah. We all have chants. We all have certain names. Yeah. We all go by certain code names in the ballroom scene, just like fraternities and sororities. Yeah. You know, they have chapters, they have lines, yeah. you know, they're incorporated, they're international. So they pretty much go hand in hand. Mm. It's all about a brotherhood, a sisterhood, except just for us, we're co-ed. You know, we mm-hmm. have trans, we trans men, trans women. We have boys that are feminine, you know, except for in that particular uh, environment is more masculine, more feminine based. Yeah. Um, but they all to me go by the same code, brotherhood, sisterhood. That's real. That's real. And um something that you just made me think about just now mentioning masculine and feminine, I was curious to know how do you feel about those two things because uh the ballroom is definitely breaking that that barrier for me of what's masculine what's feminine and really making me look at it look at it like it's all acting mm-hmm. like it's all subjective too yeah <laughs> yeah because i i can see someone i mean even yourself for example like you could vogue and be as feminine as you want to be but then you can walk all the American and and be turn masculine into, turn into something totally different right. so it's like I guess what what are the value of uh I guess like gender and the the fluidity of it to you. You know what's funny? I'm just coming into like being more androgynous if that's the word to use or I'm getting more in touch with my feminine side. Yeah. Um being that when I lived in Houston I didn't dance in heels. That's yeah. so funny when I moved here I tapped into dancing in heels mm. and you know, being more of like that butch queen side of myself. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I feel like you just gotta feel it. If you feel it and you know you got it and it's in there, do it, shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like sometimes what's uncomfortable is is good comfortability. Yeah. You know, because it, it's it shows you like, okay, I got it. Like when I first started dancing in heels, I sucked. Yeah. You know, but the more I kept going to class and having those childhood memories of putting my shoe, my sister heels on yeah. while everyone's gone from the house and walking around and dancing to Beyonce. And like yeah. those moments came back to me while I was in dance class. And I'm like, okay, bitch, you probably were destined to do this. So just stop playing and fucking do it, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that's, I don't know. I'm good. I, I think gender fluidity is great. I think you just tap into it if you feel it. That's what's up. And I, and I guess I was curious, like how, how were you able to, tap into it in the dance for more or how did how did you know like once you were tapped in and i asked that because like 
for me the the voguing has been challenging mm-hmm. because it, of course it, it, has. it forces me to go <laughs> feminine and it's almost like a mental like i feel it it's like a mental shift of like you just you almost there because you understand and like you can go there if you want to. It's just a matter of shifting your mind to go there. So yeah. I'm curious to know, like, how? What is it for you? Woo! That's a, that's a good one. I don't know, honestly. I'm gonna be real with you. I was just telling somebody, I I have hit a a point in my dance where I feel like I I my mojo is is shifting. Yeah. Um, and I can be transparent and say that because I'm an artist and I'm a creative. I know I'm talented. I know that at any moment I want to spark something I can. Yeah. But I have had these moments where I just feel like something is missing. Yeah. Um, and so lately when I've been voguing, I've been trying to figure out like who am I in this art form? Mm. Who am I in this language? What is it? What does it mean for me? You know what I'm saying? Versus what it means for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, honestly, it's a daily challenge yeah. to be real with you. Like, yeah. it's a daily challenge to when it's time to cut that on, to cut it on, and to really exude and perform at that high, highest wow. level. Yeah, I and I definitely see you in the flow when you Vogue. Like, I'm going to tell you something I noticed. Um was that Thursday when we were at the uh, at the practice mm-hmm. it's a joy that you get when you dance and when you vogue and when you teach people like the smile that was on your face mm. when you were doing it like it, and it just seemed like you were just so tapped in and I'm curious just to know like what what does voguing do for you because I obviously could see like it brought you joy, but I'm curious to know like what do you feel like it it gives you? Um, voguing for me is a way. Like, not to cut you off, but you broke a damn sweat in there. You, <laughs> and you was the only person really like sweating. <laughs> I was like, man, he really loves that shit. I just love to dance. Yeah. I think it's because I just love to dance, and I just love to be that character. And I don't know. I just, bro, if you were in my mind, you probably was, wouldn't stop laughing. Yeah. And I think people think I'm weird because, like, sometimes I bust out laughing just randomly. It's because my mind, like, there's beats playing in my mind mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I, if I could configure something to show what my mind is doing, my mind is always dancing. I swear, like... I can break out in a number at any time. And I think that's cool because it just shows how that it's in my DNA. It's not yeah. something that I'm trying to be or it's something that I'm just, oh, I see everybody else on the so I want to do it. Like, no, literally, if there was a camera that followed me, I'd probably dance everywhere I go. <laughs> literally. Like, I just broke out on the corner earlier. I was listening to Azalea Banks. Yeah. And that beat was in my head. I was like, I had my fan. I was like, oh, I was feeling it. Like, so, yeah, I just think it's in me. That's how I feel it's about really rapping. It's really in me. Like, I could just rap at any given moment, walking by myself or whatever. Yeah. So I understand. I understand. Like, this lady <laughs> I used to work with back in the day in Houston, she looked at me one time, a little Hispanic lady. Her name was, I think her name was, like, Melissa or something like that. But she was a cute little short Hispanic lady. She walked up. She was like, head of me ass. You just got it. You just yeah. got it. And, like, sometimes I would that would play on my, like, why does she always say that? But now, being here... 
and like being in certain moments in my life i'm like okay i see why she was always like you just got ahead of me us like it's just in you yeah like because at yeah. work i'll be like tapping my hand or just like moving and she would be on the side of me like what are you dancing <laughs> to like what are you what, what's the beat come on i know it's in there <laughs> so it's like i think it's just in me it's just in me honestly like it's really in me that's what's up that's dope um what advice would you give to somebody just getting into ballroom? Like, what what advice would you give to somebody? You giving me the the, the legendary questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just tell them to practice and study and bring you into it. Um, whether it's whatever category you decide to walk, just bring you into it and study, study study like yeah. you gotta study who you going up against mm. you gotta study what house you want to walk in you gotta study 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 because the word says study to show thyself approved so you have to study for anything you do that sounds like basketball or like or like any other competitive sport that's that's dope mm -hmm. i like that um so now i did have some listener questions A question from Luke was, who is your favorite person in Pharrell Roche? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Luke. Oh, my gosh. He's going to kill me if I don't say him. <laughs> He's gonna kill me if I don't say him. Um, it's Luke. It's Luke. Can I have two people though? Yes. Okay, because Luke will kill me if I don't give him the number one. So it's Luke, and my second favorite is Aurora. Okay. I live for Aurora. Okay. I literally just met Aurora um, by going in back and forth to reach LA. Yeah. Um, but I live for her. It's just something about her. I mean, I literally have my favorite thing about a lot of people. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but just Aurora like sticks out to me. I like her a That's lot. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um I'm definitely I definitely feel connected to uh the house. And it's funny because I, I didn't know what I was gonna feel like mm -hmm. being being asked to show up, but I felt connected to everybody there. I really felt connected to Seven. I think just we got an opportunity to just talk. Seven is so great. Yeah. I love her talent. She's yeah. great. Yeah. But I really love the community aspect of it and mm -hmm. just taking that time to connect, to like, you know, go out to eat, do stuff. And, um, yeah, I want to, yeah, I just want to insert myself more because I realize about myself I can be an introvert and being a part of this house and this family also shows me who I am in my yeah. own family right I'm like damn I can be that person that could be to myself and a little reserved and mm -hmm. shit like that you could be so, introverted yeah which is not a bad thing yeah but I but I also want to be present and mm -hmm. be connected right you know? same so I'm trying <laughs> Hey, you got to put your best foot forward, and if you're doing that, you're doing that. So it's yes, all good. I appreciate that. Absolutely. It's um, not easy out here. Who are some of your dance influences? Oh, that's a really good question. Some of my dance influences. Um, I love the Les Twins. I love 
Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. Dance influences. Oh my god, I love JoJo Gomez. I love the Les Twins. I love Cisco. Okay. Uh, Cisco choreography. Yes, I okay. love him. I love Nicole Kirkland. I like a lot of people. Like yeah. I like a lot of people. Like since I moved to LA and I've been able to take those classes yeah. and experience those people. Like, yeah, Cisco is, like, one of my favorite wow. heel people. Like, his connection to musicality and just, like, the art of dance reminds me so much of myself in a sense because you can just tell he understands, like, he just gets it. He yeah. just gets it. I can't even explain. He just gets it. That's dope. Yeah. I was not expecting Cisco at all. Oh, I love Cisco. I love him. That's really dope. So yeah. I really do. Um, what's your favorite medium to create in? And what sense do you mean by that? Cause I know you do a lot of creative stuff. I know you dance. I know you, you do a lot. So I'm just curious, like, what is your favorite space to be creative in? You know what? I was thinking about that yesterday. It's so funny you asked that. Cause I was just thinking about that. Cause I'm like, you know what, Jay? You really are talented, and you really do have like a lot of great genius ideas and things that could be curated into a lot of great things. I think my niche. It's just the art of, like, putting things together. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of, like, putting together a photo shoot, doing an event, um, like, Vogue in the Park. Like, it just fuels something in me. Like, knowing that, you know, the people are coming to get something out of yeah. it. Um, of course, I think my, my, my love for dance and the arts is going to always be there. That's what's made me be this person. Yeah. But I think my niche is just, like, creative direction. Like, just putting together stuff and bringing people together and making someone else happy. I really enjoy doing that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, I got three more questions. Okay. Three is a good number. <laughs> <laughs> the countdown. What does the future hold for Jet? Like, what's what's next for you? What does the future hold for me? Um, financial stability, um, wealth, health, um, more community, um, really like leaving my statement in some type of way. Um, I really want to have this thing where I can just touch a lot of people. I can touch the masses with just like my testimony and my ability to just have good energy. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm doing that with Vogue in the Park. I think I'm doing that with different ideas that I'm about to put on the table and put out there. So the future for me is just bright and it's progressive. That's what's up. Um, what is one piece of advice that you could give to the listeners? Um, Because I don't want to say something that's cliche. Honestly, advice is... Don't let nobody tell y'all what the fuck you can't do. I needed that myself. You know, like, don't let nobody tell you what the fuck you cannot do. Like, don't, don't, don't let nobody make you feel like you're not worthy when you ask for payments. Don't let nobody make you feel like you're not enough because you don't hang out with this person. Do you and do you the fuck well. And the people that need to see you will fucking see you. Period. I know it's tough because a lot of us want to be in the eyesight and the eyesight of other people because we think like oh they're cool and they're this and they're that but deep down inside it ain't giving that yeah you know what i'm saying so just do you and do it the fuck well that's what's up i got that from martin <laughs> martin said do you and you do it well 
Okay. I fucking. I just love added Martin. the fuck you part in there because I feel like it needed a black, more blacker in- emphasis on that. Do you and do it the fuck well? Okay. That's funny you said Martin because I feel like that's my life role model. I feel like I done, I done took all the steps of Martin. This this my word on the street. You heard me say what? <laughs> I said get my son. <laughs> oh, I watch Martin like I watch regular TV. I right. love Martin. <laughs> When he said, I said, Kevin, <laughs> that would kill me. That would kill me. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Did you see the reunion? I did. It was I, really I good. I cried. I did too. I was crying on the, on the Tommy part. I was in I tears. I was like, damn, I can't even be a, I can't even be a real thug right now and not cry. Cause I was crying. I wasn't gonna even lie. I saw uh, Tashina trying to hold it in too. She was trying, but that was a beautiful ceremony. It was. It was it really was. nice. Y'all should definitely watch that episode. The Marvel reunion is beautiful. Yes. It brought back so many nostalgic memories for me. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> they need more of these. They really do. I wish the Fresh Prince would do a reunion. Yeah. That would be beautiful. They did, though. They did one they for, did one. Uh, I think it's on HBO Max. I've never seen that. I need to watch it. I didn't watch I it HBO either. Max. I think I it is on HBO that. Max. Okay, cool. That's good information. <laughs> Y'all heard that, so I need to watch it. <laughs> HBO Max, cut a check. Right, okay, okay, cut what Brandy say ASAP. Okay, stop playing. And my last question is, okay, what is a reminder that you want to leave for your future self? Something that you got some good questions. You want yourself to remember. I was here. I lived. <laughs> I loved, I was here. That right there, Beyonce. <laughs> Everything that I wanted and it was more than I thought it would be. I would leave my mark so everyone would know I was here. That answer your question? That answered it perfectly. Great. Glad I can help. <laughs> Jet, thank you so much. Absolutely, I love show. For sure. Can you let the people know where they can find you? Yes, y'all can find me. You can find me. It's not <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at I am Jet Finley, J E T F I N L E Y. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at Jet Finley. If you want to Google your boy and look up some information, you can Google my name, Jet Finley. I'm real. Yeah, what's up? Um, but yeah. And also, can you let the people know where you will be moving for Vogue in the Park? Um, so, unofficially, uh, I may be taking Vogue in the Park to South L.A. Um, just working out some things okay. to see how we're going to do with that. But Vogue in the Park, I will be having one coming up soon at West Hollywood Park. Okay. Um, I think I want to call it the Farewell West Hollywood Vogue in the Park. Um, just to kind of give it that, you know, look <laughs> up, look, what you mean, Farewell? You mean? Um, but no, I'm gonna be gone from this area for a little while because I'll be in South LA. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna be toggling back and forth from here to what to South LA too. So just talking to show love to West Hollywood. That's what's up, and we I'm definitely gonna let the listeners know. So yes, let, let them know, y'all. Around. What's up? I ain't forgot about y'all. <laughs> Next Vogue in the Park, I need all y'all out here voguing down, walking down realness runway, right. all of that. <laughs> That's hilarious. And Jed, thank you so much You're so welcome. for coming on the show. Of course. I'm so excited I got to do this with you today. Me too. Me too. Thank y'all for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Peace, Peace. out, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. 
If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And also, please leave a review. Let me know what you think. Let people know what you think. It's so helpful. Also, if you would like to further support the show, we do have a Patreon where we do give a lot of exclusives. Exclusives. Check it out. Um, the subscriptions are as low as three dollars and you get full benefits. So check it out. Also, we got some merch, um, some new merch coming pretty soon. But thank y'all for so much. Thank you so much for listening. This is the art of letting go. Peace.